1: Welcome in to the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey. You can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold beer and let's get after it. Let's do it. We got a what is that? Old Chub by Oscar's Blue Oscar Blue. Sounds
2: like something you'd buy. <laughs> 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 oh.
1: That's a good him. that's a good Scottish ale.
2: Yeah, as I uh, was telling you before the the recording started, te- great, uh, pretty good beer. Terrible choice. Before we go to the Lexus Lounge tonight to drink unlimited drink, it's a fairly heavy beer. I yeah. bet you. What is the what's the uh, percentage on this bad boy?
1: Uh, bl- blonde eight.
2: That's heavy, dude. That's a heavy beer.
1: Eh,
2: yeah. Uh, don't even uh yeah i mean that's like a heavy beer for heavy standards okay (laughs) that's a very heavy beer but it's it's cool it's delicious so
1: and that's what matters
2: how uh how you been doing this week bro
1: good man we uh got back to the renovations on the house now the weather's starting to turn around so we're uh Hope and hoping to sell the house next season.
2: But. Aren't, your, aren't, aren't most of your uh, renovations inside? Uh, yeah, but you still
1: need like there's a lot of going under the house and stuff, and you kind of go in and around. You want to make sure it's not too wet outside, and we we uh, we've been trying to get these shutters painted, which is kind of difficult because you need a good bit of sun to let them dry. We got to hang them.
2: So my my big question is: when you sell the house, do they get your world class garden that you were growing? Up? Actually, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. They get all. They get all the cabbage, all the watermelon. I mean, I'm, we're actually that's increased the value well, what by a was good it? bit.
2: What was it that you said uh, you were you were gonna grow that would like ended up being like one of the hardest? I think I think it was cabbage. Or, yeah, cabbage. Yeah. I think was the was the big thing that you were. Uh, it just seems like
1: when you look at cabbage, it looks like something that should be easy to grow. Like you know, yeah. I mean, like they did well, it in medieval times. With you, just, nothing. you just you just really you just
2: gave yourself away having never been around a farm.
1: I mean, I've been on a goat. Farm. I grew up on a goat farm, but you know, did you don't grow them out. Of did the ground. you
2: grow right? I was gonna, I was gonna add. Did you grow the goats out of the ground? No, because pulled, it's different. You, you pull them
1: out of other goats. <laughs> it's
2: different. Uh, that's funny.
1: How have you been, bud?
2: Uh, not so bad. Uh, you know, hit my uh, hit, hit party foul this this weekend. So that's real nice. Uh, they opened up the vaccinations to everybody 16 plus so i'm gonna get on the old list for that soon enough but uh going to the preds game tonight yeah, so should be a fun time yeah man got D coming up this weekend oh, so yeah. it should be a good uh good upcoming week as well
1: yeah but all right we got a, a shorter episode for you guys today because we've got to record our fantasy show which you can also find at the fantasy goons now on twitter uh we'll probably get a instagram made for that eventually uh but all right uh today we've got trade reviews games of the week joke of the week and what's snapping our stick don't forget to check us out on what a maneuver patreon to support the show Uh, and go over to apple Podcasts if you got apple Podcasts and comment on the show and hit subscribe uh uh, we'll be reading off all the uh all the positive comments there and we'll probably read some negative ones too uh but all right let's jump right into the news
0: everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice It's time for news
1: from inside the boards. There isn't much news uh, other than I'm trying to find an update on the Vancouver Canucks uh, situation. But, yeah, so I don't know what's going on with there. I know that they should be coming back, but honestly, should they come back is the question. I mean, is their season worth? I mean, these guys, they've already said some of their players have pretty severe symptoms. So what are your thoughts on that?
2: Uh phew, I have no idea. Uh I haven't really looked into it past what we spoke about, uh I believe with with the fantasy show or did we talk yeah, about it on br- the main show? I think we show. briefly
1: talked about it on the main show last week.
2: Yeah, I mean I my opinion, if I didn't give it on this show, was that build of team. Go find I mean, there's 20 there are twenty-two guys in the in your organization from top to bottom that don't have COVID, you know, yeah. get a team out there. And I, and my listen, opinion. I
1: understand that the NHL said, well, you know, these guys played with, you know, we're, we're in a locker room. So I, I mean, honestly, I think they should have, you know, now I get the team that, itself. They want, because if, if they, if they do field in, but you know, that's if they field a full AHL team, well, then they're going to lose. But at the same time, well, you knew that the, you knew that it was a so chance I guess of guess for the season. I guess I don't
2: understand the purpose of this little taxi squad that they have. If they're all going to be with all the people, yeah. that it doesn't make any sense. I have not seen any real usage of this taxi well, I, squad. Well, I
1: think what happened was because coaching staff also got sick. That's why the NHL guy, like if it was one or two guys, cool. But because it was coaching staff in such a large amount, they had to cease it and say, okay, what's going on? Because this is an outbreak. A lot in the of arena? make it,
2: like a, a lot of making out. Yeah, they're just, you know, they're really feeling good as a team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, it looks like uh, 10 players have hit the ice. A couple players are still testing positive. So I would be surprised if they're back up and running by. I think they said this Friday, which I don't that's not happening.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I don't. I. I don't see how that could be possible. Yeah. Um. With all of the restrictions, especially the restrictions up there in Canada.
1: Yeah. But all right, let's jump straight into outside the NHL. Now that you know
0: what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards.
1: All right, Hideki Matsuyama. Is your master's winner, minus ten overall. You know what? He cost me a little bit of money, but
2: Not me, made me a little bit of money.
1: Uh I think uh, I I think I actually broke just I cost, about even on, I on
2: Masters. Just because he won, I mean, he didn't cost me any money. All of the folks that I bet on that got cut way early cost me money. That was not yeah. his fault. Uh no, but I ended up making a little bit on him. Um and uh Stephanie accidentally took him. To win the pga uh Ooh. pga championship she got on, like, well she t- she took him to win the masters as well but then took him to win the pga championship you know maybe he'll go out and win a- win another one but get himself a triple did you crate? say did you say this is the first japanese golfer to ever win the masters men's men's yeah, yeah. right right well i mean you know well what <laughs> well i mean you know i the the masters is just Implicit that I'm talking about the men. I didn't, you know, I'm not disparaging ladies of any kind. I'm just saying we were talking about the men's masters, which just happened. Yeah. I don't feel yeah. like that's. I feel like you're trying to pigeon <laughs> pigeonhole me here. In, uh, and uh, you know, we're on the same show, bro. If you get me canceled,
1: you get canceled as well, bro. So hey, I got a taxi squad that that okay. I actually, unlike the Canucks, I keep my taxi squad away. My
2: <laughs> my favorite uh, my favorite little nugget. So uh, it was a rough Masters for some of the uh, for some of the favorites, for sure. Rory McElroy had uh, rough, rough Masters outing. He was cut after round two. So right off, you know, right off the bat. But during round two, he actually, who was da- way down the fairway, mind you, hit his dad with a golf ball, <laughs> like popped him pretty good, too. So, uh, you know, that's rough. Your dad's not proud of you because you got cut after the second, but then he's super mad at you because you hit him with a golf ball, yeah. too. So uh, that, rough, rough that roll reminded Rory. me.
1: So the Masters apparently they did like a, uh, a a raffle system to get tickets and it, like outside of family, it was supposed to be all raffle. Got to tell you, though, a lot of NFL players got real lucky with that raffle. A lot there, of NFL players there coincidentally. What you, coincidentally did, won what the you raffle. didn't know, most of them. Got adopted by him to be family. Related to Hideki Matsuyama, so. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, everyone know, like, Fitzmagic, he, you know, you could could see the resemblance. Right. (laughs) Hey, look, he looks just like that guy. I mean, who knows with that beard?
2: Could it be some of these folks are, and I'm not defending, this is obviously, you know, a fixed raffle, but could it be some of these folks are members of the club? Possibly. Yeah, I would imagine that some of these guys are... Are members of uh, of Augusta. I mean, so you probably Puck's get a
1: Alta member. We didn't get our invite.
2: We <laughs> are not. We're not even a. We're not even a member of a local public course, Bobby.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. It, it was Augusta Swimming Pool YMCA in Shelbyville. No, we got denied. <laughs> yeah. We got denied <laughs> <Yeah>. for that. <laughs> all right. Uh, a Rod finalizing deal to become Minnesota T Wolves owner. And fun fact, he is also the owner of Presidente Beer, the chairman of Presidente Beer from the Dominican Republic. The beer I was uh, drinking all while I was down there. I learned that while I was doing some research on this. Is he? Is he Dominican? I'm assuming so wait so wait, this is the, you know I hope that he is
2: because if he is not basically what you're saying is we are sh- a rod is strangleholding
1: the beer market in the Dominican Republic <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's just some random I mean, guy he
1: was born in New York I don't know what his uh lineage New is York. but uh, I mean he, yeah so he was born in Washington Heights but I'm not sure about his uh well his
2: you know I mean anything Isn't is J-Lo better Dominican or is she Puerto Rican she's Puerto Rican okay for, I'm pretty sure about that uh yeah I'm you know I don't just know if if, I don't know if Dominicans and Puerto She's Ricans Jenny have like a from, beef and like you know, right now I'm just no, pissed off at entire- it's Ginny Ginny from the block so that's pretty self explanatory bud <laughs> Puerto Rican
1: <laughs> is, the, is the block <laughs> a a nickname it's for Puerto it's, Rico it's I'm a, so confused a, right now it's a saying because you said it's self explanatory but it's not very self explanatory
2: <laughs> <laughs> no no I I I, mean, I think it was just but that's cool uh, he's got to be better than the previous uh, T Wolves owner who all but um, All but ran Kevin Garnett out of town. Who wouldn't even return to have his jersey retired? He hated them so much. So, Uh,
1: if only we can get a new owner of the Knicks, that's what we need. We need to get someone. What are we gonna have? True. Yeah. Who's gonna sponsor? That's half of our content.
2: Who's gonna sponsor joke of the week? Uh, This is one of my favorite pieces of news. Joe Musgrove from the Padres throws the first no-hitter in Padres history. But what even makes this a little bit more juicy is this is the last MLB team that didn't have a no-hitter. So now every MLB team has at least one no-hitter. But obviously, as we talked about, uh, one of the greatest pitchers of all time, Nolan Ryan, only had seven ever. So, I mean, that's a pretty impressive uh, oppressive thing, and and I'm sure that every time that a Padres pitcher got close, it was more pressure knowing that they were the only team without one. So yeah. it's good to see.
1: I think I I saw this online from multiple people. I believe he's also a hometown kid. I think he's from San Diego. Uh, okay, Padres are San Diego, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. didn't. I don't pay attention much to the Padres. He's but. a
2: hometown kid. He's from uh from Nebraska. yeah so. I mean, he's a he has a hometown. Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: every kid is a
2: hometown kid (laughs) somewhere
1: uh eddie george the coach at tennessee state and i actually saw that uh right before we got here they had actually uh, reached out to uh uh jeff fisher but he is actually there were some discussions that him going to vanderbilt oh that would be a good pull for vanderbilt to with their new 300 million i mean they'll double their wins getting to seven and seven or however many games they play yeah exactly i mean you you know
2: well now that you can't now that you can what what they added a game yeah. in the NFL yeah. so he's out for the NFL yeah. forever you can't go straight 50-50 when there's an uneven number of games he so went, until he the, would get a tie until the NFL 7-7 <laughs> so it that yeah. the you know Jeff Fisher's out on the NFL uh, i'm excited for old Eddie George to uh, to be in town i mean you know it's always being here in Nashville it's always great to have another uh, another good football team. You know, maybe uh, maybe if they get decent, we'll go watch a TSU game. Favorite Eddie George story of all time. Obviously, you know, not many stories, but you know, I, I've been around him for so long, Him, him playing football here in Tennessee. Did you know that when he was coming to Tennessee after being drafted, either that or leaving Ohio State to go home before the draft, they made him run his uh heisman through the conveyor belt you know make sure it's not a bomb type of deal it's like well is this eddie george is he gonna blow me up that's you know, so maybe. weird to
1: be like you know what we need to put this in super something super inconspicuous let's make it the heisman, the trophy. heisman <laughs> trophy
2: the heisman
1: give it to eddie george <laughs> just
2: look eddie george is a sleeper agent yeah. that has been but uh when it was running through the conveyor belt Knock the head off the Heisman, dude. I mean, that Uh, makes it more valuable. Oh no, it does. I mean, bro, Eddie George, you think that he was like wanting the specialized head knocked off the Heisman?
1: He should have got replaced with a bobblehead. That, have been sick. <laughs> yeah. that would have been sick. That
2: would have been straight dope, though. So, I uh, thought
1: the so when you first said it, I thought you were asking me my favorite Eddie, Eddie George moment. I was like, I, I don't have one, I don't know. I'm not a Titans fan. This so. discussion, <laughs> I right thought you here. were just like, favorite Eddie George moment, go. I'd be go. like, Ugh. boom, I don't know. boom. That, t- that time he ran boom. super far. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
2: I got it's funny. I have weird amounts of, uh, of Eddie George trivia, like, uh, Marcus Mariota handed off, handed the football off to Derrick Henry in 2016. A Heisman to Heisman handoff. Can you name the last two pairs of Heisman trophy winners that handed, hand, the quarterback handed off to the running back?
1: It does it, before I am, then. I'm assuming this includes Eddie George. You can, yeah. I'll okay. G- I'll give you Eddie George.
2: <laughs> I had no clue. You will, you would have never in a hundred years. Benny Testaverdi for the Cowboys huh. whenever uh, Eddie George went to the Cowboys after the time, I Tigers, thought you were just, so. I
1: was like, this is, I thought you were just going like a weird, like, not even Eddie George, just, all right, we're, we'd segue. No, like, I, like, I, I feel else. like, because if not George, like, like, somewhere in my head, I was like, I feel like <laughs> Matt Leinart should be in there somewhere, else, but I can't remember, who did, did he, play for the Cardinals he did, when he was it, in the, it, pros? The, the
2: Yes, but the biggest thing is, is, is Heisman Trophy, yeah, quarterback to the running back, which, you know, doesn't happen too, too often, so. Yeah. Vinny uh, Testaverde was cool. like was like eight hundred when he did it. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, uh, let's jump straight into our main topic of the day. We're talking trade reviews. Let's start it off with Brandon Montour goes from Buffalo to Florida for a 21 third round pick.
2: This wasn't that. This one wasn't. Are we just going to talk about them as
1: we go down? We don't have too terribly many. Uh, yeah, I mean, we okay. can talk a little bit, of uh, discuss them. We'll just do one by one. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts? Do you do you like this? This, this was one of my better,
2: my more favorite under the radar trades. Uh, this is not going to mean a whole ton for, you know, star power or scoring or anything, but they needed something like that after Ekblad went down and Montour could be a good, good add. Uh, and getting him out of Buffalo may give him some fantasy value as well, which we'll probably talk about in a little bit. Yeah.
1: This is, I mean, this is one of those. Yeah, it's under the radar, but I I don't think he's going to be what Florida needs. Now, listen, it's really, it is really hard to judge a player because he was playing uh, before the interim coach. He was playing with, uh, I can't remember uh, uh, Ralph Cougar, I think, was uh, who he spent most of his time in Buffalo under. And, you know, was it just the Buffalo effect, like, yeah, know, I mean, he, he was okay. He was pretty I mean, decent. His, he was pretty his,
2: decent in Anaheim. So
1: his stats, um, he he was sub replacement level for the for the Sabers. But the main the main thing there is for the Sabers. What's what's he gonna do? Not for the Sabers. So it'd be interesting to see. But that's not one of those well, ones. I don't, that I I don't look think at it's and I, a
2: flat. It's not a flashy pick. It's more of a team need to kind of replace. Obviously, you're not going to replace Ekblad, and that's not what I'm saying at all. But to get a piece in there that you know, gives you another body that's not a terrible player. He played pretty well in Anaheim. I mean, t- I mean to use your, I mean, I'm not saying you're making this argument, but to use your argument, Taylor Hall is garbage, too. You know, like, yeah. so Taylor Hall is terrible. And honestly,
1: I do think Taylor Hall is garbage. But we're going to we'll get see. to that later. We'll see. Listen, we'll I, see. I've got some money on him scoring a goal in his first game with the Bruins. So, but at the same time, what have you done for me lately kind of thing? Like, right. like star, sure. stars perform no matter where they are. Uh, and, you know, two goals ain't, ain't performance. Sure.
2: Uh, so one of uh, the better moves, I, I think, uh, uh, that I like, uh, the New York Islanders get Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac from the New Jersey Devils for a 2021 first round and a 2022 fourth round.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, what uh, Lou Lamarillo said best sums up. You know what you get with these two. There's no surprises. Um,
2: you, know, you know, there's only two other players for like, a, I think it's a points per 60 play uh, power play goals that are ahead of him in like the last seven or eight years. And it's like Mika zabinajad and uh, I want to say somebody, it's another big name. And then like below it, right below him is like Dreisaitl and McDavid. So, I mean, he's a, he's going to. Hopefully, he gets some power play deployment because that's yeah. going to be valuable. Yeah.
1: Um, on a side note, though, I <clears> don't <throat> screw Lou Lamarillo for his BS. He doesn't allow beards kind of thing. That is such a antiquated and barbaric way of GMing I a hope, team.
2: I hope we both lose the pick and he doesn't get GM of the year. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And <the laughs> maybe great, my boy Kevin Adams only, the will. The only get. thing worse than that, his view on that is the bootlickers online. He were like, well, I mean, he wins, he wins Stanley Cups. No, when we, was the last time he, dude, it's been like a long, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, but
2: that's like when you go to like a, a worse, a worse company, you got to figure out ways to entice players. It's like casual Fridays, you know, <laughs> like, come on, casual
1: beard days. You can <laughs> And then you yeah. show up in something super casual, and it's like, "Hey, man, I'm here in my boxers. This is my casual." And they're like, "Oh, sorry. Well, this is this is Staten
2: Island, so yeah. that is you're dressed up, buddy." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. One of one of the, I think it's a good move for uh, for the Islanders and, Yeah. And something um, they needed. He was
1: obviously having a down year. Um, the the question is whether uh, I think a short term uh, change in scenery will help him. Ah, uh, he's been better than point three three goals per game since fifteen sixteen. He's at a 0.24 uh this season with 8 goals in 34 games. Uh It's
2: not I I think it's kind of goes by, I'm sorry to interrupt your stats, but I think it's unfair to say he's had a bad year when it kind of almost like the buffalo effect there in New Jersey.
1: So, yeah, but it's not like yeah, but he's had good years in New Jersey though. And so Sure, when the team was better though. Yeah, but I I yeah, listen, I think it's a good I think it's good. I'm I'm just pointing out his numbers what it what they were and hope and hoping and that's why I was using those to support my fact that I think his, his offense is going to be reignited. Who do we got up next?
2: Riley Nash uh from Columbus to Toronto. Toronto also gets Nick Felino from Columbus. That was a three team deal. Riley Nash was basically stolen uh 2022 7th round conditional pick. Riley Nash was a pretty sought after free agent at, at trade deadline a couple years ago when uh, when Boston brought him in. I was surprised he w- he was so cheap. I don't know if they're they just trying to get get out from under the contract or what. Couple of good moves for for Toronto. Nick Foligno is going to be I a really, really li- good piece. I really piece. like the Fligno
1: one, especially since they he's going to be on long term IR right now, mm-hmm. and they don't have to. So he doesn't go against the cap, I think. And then he's going to be activated once the, they get into the playoffs and cap space don't matter in the playoffs 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 don't talk about it. playoffs you, kidding me? Um, you know uh, you know and here's <clears> a good thing you know one thing I, uh, Kyle Dubas he does make a lot of of uh, I guess not you know I guess a lot of deep hockey culture moves uh, as I believe Emily Kaplan said from ESPN uh, Wayne Simmons Zach uh, Bogosian they're not they don't have fancy stats but they 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 map. they 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 may not be they've they may not light up the stat sheet, but they're gonna, you know, help your team get in the playoffs.
2: Toronto has spent years chasing fancy stats, and what have they had to show for it? Exactly. You know, I mean, this is these are perfect hockey moves. Nick Felino is a I think it hurts Nick Felino's value. obviously being on long-term IR, it doesn't really matter, but it hurts his value fantasy-wise. But totally team-wise, it's a great move. He does so much that Toronto needs.
1: And just for some reference, the outgoing Blue Jacks captain is under 50% in puck possession, uh, 46.2 in Corsi. Uh, uh, expected goals percentage at uh, 45.16. He has a minus two goals scored above average. uh, And from a traditional stats perspective, Fulino is having a better shooting season 9.6 than he did last season, which is 7.6. But neither... um, That's a
2: really high shooting percentage.
1: uh, Neither of them is up to established standards of 11.6. He usually has an 11.6 shooting percentage for his career. He has seven goals and nine assists in 42 games this season.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, again, it goes back to the Columbus not looked good this year so uh so maybe he uh he'll definitely be able to fill a role in in toronto Um, there
1: he's going to and for fantasy perspectives you know uh a lot of times a lot of people like to look at the player that was traded and can i get that player don't just look at that player this pick this this trade is going to massively help Tavares and mitchell marner uh his net front presence that he that he's known for uh could help a very good lease power play they they currently have a 23.3% they're 10th in the NHL i i think he they i think those two guys Do you think he'll
2: get pp1 time or pp2? Uh
1: is Tavares and Marner on pp1?
2: I I'm not sure on their on their current.
1: I think setup. I think that I he would is, imagine I, I think Matthews he's a good Just guessing. I think they'll be moving him around. Just
2: ge- just guessing. I would imagine Marner, Nylander, who is currently out anyway. Uh Tavares, Matthews, Morgan Morgan Riley as their as their power play unit so maybe there's a space in there for uh, for somebody I think
1: he'll get put on the power play for sure whether it's one or two but I think he, I think the players around him will their st- I mean their stats will go up with it
2: <laughs> Yeah so uh good move for Toronto uh team-wise and for you know their prospects at a, at a potential cup run for sure who do we got bob
1: we got jeff carter going to the penguins wow i this forgot jeff be... carter was still in the nhl to be completely honest this is you.
2: gonna be interesting it should be uh should be a good move for the penguins i don't know if it's gonna put them over the edge though being yeah. the only really big move we're not going through every move but we i kind of tried to hit the main ones that we would all care about
1: yeah i think he i think jeff carter will be top six i think it they got their big-bodied four that they wanted, um, especially, uh, and I, I think he might slide into a third-line center role when uh, Evgeny comes back.
2: I think that's pretty soon.
1: Soon? Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm when fairly
2: certain Malkin is coming back soon. You go ahead and continue to talk. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. Uh,
1: his points per game rate, uh, 0.48, is uh, is up a tick from last season. He skated uh, 16 minutes 20, about 1620 uh, per game for the Kings, generating... Uh, just under three shots per game. He played on the power play. He seeded face off duties to his line mates this season, but was over 50 percent Um, in the uh, he was over 50 percent in the uh, in the face off circle uh, in the pre- three previous seasons. His expected goal percentages for this season are 48, about 48 and a half, which was much better than many of his teammates this season. I, I think, you, you know, he's 36 years old. I still, I think he's a good deep pickup for that team. Yeah,
2: for sure. You know, for not sure. that they
1: need any more veteran presence, but it, you know, it, well, having a guy like Jeff Carter in the locker rooms never a bad thing.
2: I mean, you know, you can be you can play teams that are faster, stronger, quicker than you, but I mean, experience is pretty key. And we're talking about a Stanley Cup winning center here uh, to go and and set up with Malkin and and Crosby and and all of their other pieces that they have there. Uh, I've got word Malkin is currently skating as of uh, as of last Wednesday, cool. so I think that he should be back yeah. pr- pretty soon. So Jeff Carter, I'm definitely thinking who's a pretty pure center. There's not really many options to to move him elsewhere. I don't believe probably third line maybe fourth line maybe you mix it up a little bit but um while
1: he's not on an expiring contract you know they're getting a they're getting a vet for 2.6 mil yeah and honestly i don't i I see uh penguins leaving him open to the expansion draft for seattle and that's a you know if you're seattle yeah that's that's a a, that's a veteran that's That's, that's a that's a guy (laughs) that you know what Maybe he uh, centers your second or third line on a team I like that, ve- maybe even I- top line, but he's a he's a locker room presence you want for a new team.
2: It was not something that I thought of uh, immediately, and obviously that would depend on who else the Penguins protect, but that is a fantastic thought. Uh, seriously, I think that that, I mean, bringing in a guy like Jeff Carter, even if it's on the end of his leg now, Vegas didn't really do something like that they bring in that i mean i guess flurry you could argue yeah, i would say
1: flurry's that guy cuz flurry yeah, while but, he was certainly a good goaltender <clears throat> his last several years in pittsburgh he was being overshadowed by matt murray and i think flurry was that was that was that quote unquote jeff yeah, carter yeah but guy i don't
2: think Je- but the 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 difference in that is, is flurry was still a good goaltender i'm not saying jeff carter's not a good hockey player but is he going to be able to provide enough juice to that's the guy on the penguins you steal you know i guess it's like, one of those things. we just got
1: to see who else they leave open because i mean sure yeah, yeah they could get a, a super young guy off that team but is it now, worth getting financially
2: uh, the penguins may give financial incentive to yeah. to the team to take a guy like jeff carter uh, off the roster and that that i could see so yeah but that was not a not a bad move i don't think it was a cup contending move though yeah, yeah, I Panthers.
1: think I think this was a a long game pickup. I I wouldn't be we'll surprised see. if this is specifically for you know just just for the for for the expansion draft. Uh, I think we're moving on to Taylor Hall finally. Yeah, yeah, um, yes. Go ahead. Uh, so Bruins get Taylor Hall and Curtis Lazar for Anders Bjork and a 2021 uh second round pick, which was funny on Twitter about 24 hours before there was this joke tweet going around. They're like, someone was like, oh. Taylor Hall will will just get traded for like someone crazy, like Andrew Bjork or some, or then like a a conditional pick. (laughs) And then this happened, and the Buffalo fan was like, "I was joking." (laughs) Yeah,
2: like what a what a steal
1: for Boston, especially when you look to see what Feligno got.
2: What a what an absolute steal for Boston. Now this could end up being a steal for Buffalo if Taylor Hall continues to play the way that Taylor Hall has been playing all year. I just don't see it, man. I think Taylor Hall is going to be excited for the move. I mean, Boston is a,
1: you know, it's a team I mean, team yeah, that's... I'm sure he's excited. You got a Buffalo. Who isn't excited to get out of Buffalo? But it's... I mean, at the same time, in a couple of weeks when we're sitting here, or when we're sitting at the draft lottery and the Bruins uh get number 1 pick in the draft lottery because they missed the playoffs and they got Hall, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, and it could and it could absolutely happen. You know, that's not that's not something that's completely out of the realm of possibility, but uh, the Bruins are a strong team. They need to keep it up i really really like the move for them yeah. as a yeah. as a as a move yeah Get some i mean secondary all joking scoring.
1: aside it's a great pickup especially with the price they paid
2: uh he's 29 wow that is ridiculous how young he is compared to what you think you know taylor hall's been around in my mind for you know years he you know he's See, the I mean, season I think maybe bets. it's just
1: because of the way he looks like i he's been around for years but i i always think he's so young i guess just because you know he looks young and well it's more of just like
2: i think it's just the saga of taylor hall going from the oilers to yeah. the you know to the the devils to yeah.
1: um some quick stats he shot 14 percent in his heart trophy winning season with the devils in 17 18 uh which at this point appears to be the Peak of his career. Um, He shot less than 10% in six of his last seven, including 6.9 and in, uh, scoring 16 goals in 65 games last season uh, for the Devils and Coyotes and a pathetic uh, less than three, actually closer to 2, 2.3 and scoring two goals in 37 games this season for the Sabres. For those scoring home, uh, that is 18 goals in 102 games for three different franchises and now fourth in the Bruins. If
2: we, if we want to be real, this in my opinion is the first real cup contending team that he's ever been on yeah uh so I think that is gonna make a difference a guy like Taylor Hall man I mean this guy' is probably it, it probably just like every other NHL player that that is that is in the league you know throughout his career and coming up and and learning hockey and playing hockey has been a perennial champion and perennial yeah. winner and you know it does
1: so yeah, no, listen, all those stats will always have an asterisk. They've been with the Devils, the Coyotes, and the Sabres. I I get that, 100%. Um, and listen, I would love to see the Taylor Hall. I mean, I I would love to see this saga end with him winning the Cup. I think that that would be, I mean, obviously that's what he wants, and I think that would be great for the sport.
2: I've honestly thought about going in and putting a little money on Boston right now uh, to win the Cup. I think they're at like plus 1,800 that's pretty big odds for a team that has won it how many times in the past 10 years, you know, like that's a, that's, but, um, but I'm interested to see how it works. I'm really interested to see the deployment. We're going to talk a little bit more about that on the fantasy show, uh, and, and what it means fantasy wise, um, for, for folks, uh, getting ready for their fantasy playoffs. So.
1: All right. Uh, Eric Gustafson, what do you got on that? I didn't do much. Yeah, I didn't do a one. whole
2: lot of research. I just know the the style of player he is and, you know, a good offensive defenseman who uh, had a couple good years with the with the Blackhawks and then was having a pretty good start to the year with the Phillies who just fell off. Uh, I think it's going to be a good piece for the Habs to, to bring in. So it's it was more one of those Brandon Montour trades that, you know. They had to do something, and I don't hate the move. It it may not be a cup winning move, but it was a good piece to add uh, on on their defense for sure. That could add a little offense from the uh, from the blue line. So, all
1: right, uh, we're gonna round out our trade deadline talk. I believe with Capitals getting Anthony Mantha from Detroit for (coughs) Jacob Rana, Richard Panic, or Panic. 21 first-round pick and 2022 second-round pick.
2: This is the trade deadline move that is long-term, not short-term, for sure. Uh, I I think that this is a great move for Monta. I mean, he needed to get out and stretch his legs. It's It's sad that it couldn't be a guy like Dylan Larkin. I think that's pretty much a foregone conclusion that Detroit's wrapping him up and keeping him for the future. It's it's a risky move for sure. I mean, Verana's been has provided a lot to the Capitals, and you know, yeah. Monta hasn't done hasn't done it yet. He yeah. hasn't been there yet. But I think this is a really good move for the Capitals. I uh, I respect the 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 gut to go for this that's yeah, they, a really um, really expensive price they're
1: they're they're putting they're paying a lot for potential and uh, let's let's hope the potential is there for the caps i mean for the wings i think the wings lucked out i think the this is good for both yes. parties
2: yeah yeah i mean it's it's definitely way more risky for the caps but the wing the wings that, that's 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 a trade to build on for the future
1: yeah you lose uh, one of your your potential future guys but you get two nhl guys that have been to the big show
2: <clears throat> yeah that, yeah you know, i mean panic is a you know for a couple years he was the leader in shorthanded goals so he's you know he's going to be a good penalty killer for you I, mean, yeah, I mean Vrana is going to provide you some some offense potentially yeah. and at
1: 25 he's better suited for the rebuild that Detroit's currently in
2: one well, I mean and it's and it's it's the move for Detroit that look even if we leave these two guys unprotected even if Seattle was to come in and take either of them it's still a win a, a first a 2021 first round and 2022 second round I mean I don't know how you feel, but I don't think Detroit's one or two years from being a contender. I mean, they need a lot of they need a lot of I was speaking from
1: their point of view of what their timeline is. Yeah,
2: that's I mean, and, and, and this isn't like football where you expect the guys to play within one or two years. I mean, a first round pick could not play for your actual team for three to four years, and it's not a big deal, you know, so. I think that this was a this was a really good move for both parties. It was very aggressive by the Capitals, and it was uh, probably a guy that wasn't on the trade block for Detroit. That you know, deal's too good. Everybody's everybody's for sale for the right price. So I think this was definitely the right price. Capitals could end up looking silly down the road uh, if this doesn't work out. But um, but I think that that this this was one of the one of those things that we were talking about a cup move you know you're going for for the cup but it's also a future move for the for the caps
1: all right time to move into our games of the week
0: games of the week bobby and brandon do the work so you don't have to the best from around the nhl and what to watch
1: All right, quick record update. Uh, I don't think either of us had a very good week this past week.
2: We both went one and four. so But no. only one of us has still uh, got a winning record. <laughs> so you go ahead and tell him who that is. Uh, currently, I'm
1: sitting at 29, 30, and 1, and Bondo's sitting at 30, 27, and 3. Uh, So we'll jump right into it. Uh, On Thursday night, I've got Flyers versus Pittsburgh. The Flyers need to start stringing together some wins if i'm going to win this water bet with Davey, i don't think they get it done that night though now, i'm taking I get, i'm gonna
2: get to water both you boys
1: yeah. dude uh what do you got for your thursday night game
2: my thursday night game i have the bruins islanders couple of the teams that have made some good moves to get to get folks in i don't know that anybody from the trades will actually be ready to go and play but just the excitement in the locker room for both teams, even if the these guys are not ready to play, they're going to be they're going to be rearing to go. I mean, they're getting Taylor close Hall's to playoffs. playing like okay. in
1: their next game again. I think they're playing. He's Excellent. playing, yeah, because I mean, if so, as long as they are within country, like I knew Taylor Hall. Okay, guys,
2: cards yeah. Was yeah so in. so um, so Paul I mean, these guys, and the good thing is for Palmieri and. I mean, I guess it's AJAC as well, but also Hall. Not a huge cross country move. Yeah. They're probably not going to have to uproot their family pretty immediately. Um, so that's that's going to be good. I am looking for that to be a score fest from both teams get coming out. I actually have the Bruins winning. This is Thursday the fifteenth at six p.m.
1: All right. Uh, what do you got for Friday?
2: Uh, I have the sharks playing the wild, uh, Friday, the 16th at 7. PM. I have the sharks winning this one. Actually, we're both uh, big on
1: sharks this week then. <clears throat> I, uh,
2: I, I went with the, I went with the sharks. I mean, we're right there at the cusp. I don't think that, uh, I think after this past week, I think, I think the playoffs are pretty far out of there, out of my mind for them, but I think they're going to keep pushing and try to get in. Uh, I mean, at this point we're, you're shuffling a couple of spots for picks, but I mean, you got, I mean, the sharks have pay, have been paying a lot of money to a lot of folks. So at this point you push in my mind, and not um, enough to one. No, I mean, they, <laughs> they had this, they're, they're four points behind St. Louis right now. They're sixth in the, uh, in the, the Honda West. I mean, it's doable. We we're, we're at about 13. 13 games left is a 54 game season? Is that uh, correct? I thought it was a 56. 56. So a 56 game season. Yeah. We're getting right I, there I the on the cusp about 15 games left to go. I mean the Sharks are in it right now. So uh the Wild while I think they're one of the uh the better teams in the in the league completely I think they're going to drop one to the Sharks here. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh I've got on Saturday Florida versus Tampa. Both of these teams are looking good.
2: Oh, I took the same game accidentally because I, it was you messed me up because you picked that second. So this is my third game, but we picked opposite.
1: Yeah. So. Wait, well, OK, I was about to change my pick. But yeah, if you've got the no, floor, yeah, I'll, no. I, I, I'm going to stick with Tampa. Uh, I was kind of teeter tottering. I was about this. But yeah, I'll, I'll stick with Tampa. Um, I got
2: I got the Panthers in this game. It,
1: I think it's a coin flip on that. It but, really is. So yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's one of those games. You just, it's going to be a good game, and I'm excited no, to watch it. You
2: know, that's a team that you, we did, you didn't hear from us uh, that made any moves was Tampa. I, I, I mean, can't say that it, they're completely not a allowed. You know, not not great for them to do that, but I mean, they're they are the the Cup champions. You know. Uh, Usually they, they make a move, but maybe they're happy with what they have have going on
1: there. Uh, all right. So what do you have for your Saturday night? The same game? Yep.
2: Uh, same game. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Uh, Panthers. So, uh, Sunday.
2: Sunday. I have the Kings playing the Avs uh, Sunday the 18th at 8 p.m. I almost flipped my picks and picked the Wild against the Sharks early on, and then the Kings against the Avs. The Avs are just playing too good. I have the Avs winning that one uh, Sunday the 18th at 8 p.m.
1: Alright, uh, I got two games on Monday, uh, so we'll start, uh, but both, why don't you Weird? Uh, yeah, so uh, I've got three left, you got one left, so I'll go ahead and do my first one of the notes after your Monday game Just um, do your last two, and I'll roll, yep. or yeah, do your two Mondays, I'll do my I've Monday. i got Nashville versus Chicago, uh, I believe they have three games that week, and it, it might f- wrap up the season uh, but yeah, so honestly, Nashville's been looking good against Chicago this season, and I think they, I think they roll on. I think Listen, I like what I'm seeing from Nashville right now. Uh, You know, tonight's game, which is obviously before we release it. We need to see what they can do against top three teams, because honestly, they've been playing really well against those bottom feeders, but they need to get something going against uh, teams like Tampa. Tonight is their last game against Tampa, Uh, against Carolina. They've got a couple games coming up. But yeah, I- I'm excited to see uh how they finish off. I think that they're going to get I think they're going to get at least five points out of those three games against the Blackhawks. Wow. That's, I mean, yeah. I could, uh, I could the see Blackhawks in 2 and 1 against them.
2: I've definitely slowed down. Uh, yeah, so,
1: the, I mean, uh, the, the the Hawks had a pretty good comeback win against Columbus last night. A little disappointing. You know, I was hoping to see uh, uh, Chicago drop those points because, you know, they, they got screwed with us, us. You know, a three-point game against Dallas really screwed them yeah. uh, in the standings. Uh, but uh, And then later that night, I've got San Jose versus Vegas at 9 p.m. Honestly, I think... I think San Jose wins. I think they're going to string together a couple wins, and I think they're going to find themselves sitting pretty in the playoffs. Uh, But, yeah, so what is your last game of the week?
2: My last game, I have the Red Wings playing the Stars Monday the 19th at 630. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they have four games against them that week. The Stars... I mean, this is a really, really good opportunity for the stars. To, it's the most important week in their season, to, honestly. To push through and beat the the worst team in the in the league. I mean, you got to come out with six points, seven, I, I preferably. Think
1: I think, I th- honestly, I think they'll split with
2: them. Yeah, I think they will too. Um, but uh, but
1: I, I think that right
2: there on the beginning cusp of this week, being that Monday, uh, they have. You know, like I said, four games against Detroit. I think they're going to come out and win that first one. Then they have a another one on Tuesday, another one on Thursday, and another one on Saturday. It, it, the, if the Stars want to be a viable, I mean, they're six points behind the Preds with three less games played, so they have a real opportunity to slide back or, or at least get close to that playoff spot for that home stretch. So I, I think the Stars are going to going to take that that Detroit game, but I do not disagree with you that um that Detroit's gonna gonna win a couple of votes.
1: Yep. All right. Uh we're coming down. Are, are we continuing games of the week through the playoffs or are we ending at the end of the season?
2: I would say end of the end of the season. I it would be the, the playoffs, be the best. I need time to catch
1: up. But <laughs> well
2: and we maybe we'll do like, like a games a of the week games of the week playoffs edition yeah. as well. And what I have been thinking to verify and make sure that we're all done um we'll find the last week of the uh, of the of games last full week of games and we either go head to head and make sure we pick the same exact games or we just need to end before we don't want to wait two weeks to wrap up the games of the week for the people's we want to be done by that monday so maybe the last week we pick game can't go on tuesday so we have it when recording we have a winner of games of the week does that sound uh sounds good adequate to
1: you sir i love picking them tuesday games i know bro (laughs) i
2: know man it's and it's so i don't and so i don't have i don't get to embarrass you you're not (laughs) we're all officially done this time so that's uh (laughs) that's the uh the good news so all
1: right time to jump into our joke of the week
2: the weird
0: cory perry yeah, i don't like that sound wild i think that i think the first read was a good one now now i'm overthinking it. outlandish each sixth chick sat on a stick little tongue twister and downright dumb I'm kidding it's time for the joke of the week
1: give us the joke of the week you found it but yeah and when you get done with that i there was a story at the bottom that i clicked on oh, AP nice. News, and it's Okay. Very funny. So we'll. I, I want to. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that too.
2: This is more of a. You know, it's obviously a joke. I'm not hating on anybody that does this. It's more of why a law needs to be put in place to allow it, as instead of just deleting an old law type of deal. New Wyoming law will allow people to take roadkill to eat. <laughs> why again? Why do we have to have a new law to allow people to do something? Just if there's a law that prevents this, then just let's just, we're going to cross that line out. Uh I mean, I guess Wyoming is one of those places where, you know, shouldn't be some tasty roadkill for, uh, as a good option. It, it, but it, it, even if there is some health concerns or issues, I don't know why we don't just, uh, you know, survival of the fittest this, like if you want to eat, murdered animal on the road then just do it yeah. and if you die like who are you gonna sue mother nature like i'm not really sure why this is like a big thing uh i mean you know like and it's also like good like if you if it's if it's edible right i mean i'm but i'm sure that definitely within five to six months Somebody's gonna get catch gangrene <laughs> after eating a animal that had been out there for so long. You don't
1: catch gangrene by doing that. That's not eating how, that's
2: a gangrened animal.
1: I mean, yeah, you'll I'm get you'll get an infection. Sure. Gangrene is like a, a cut that gets like you get gangrene from an infection to a like an open wound. I had to do a whole project on it in middle school for oh, science. Oh, sorry,
2: I didn't know I was talking to gangrene doctor over here. Yeah, bro, and nobody would have known unless you said something. There'd have been like three dudes that knew <laughs> out there, and they wouldn't have even said anything. I don't care. You mean the Guys, other that, two <laughs> guys that don't know about gangrene, they're like, no worries, dude. It's not a big deal. Like it, you know, it's not like I'm guiding anybody to anything or you know. But whatever. This is not financial advice. <laughs> yeah, but you're. But okay, let me ask you this, Mister Ganggets Expert. It's Gangretsky, but okay. <laughs> you eat an animal with gangrene what happens to you
1: you get sick but you don't get gangrene you, you got get, you, you'll get you'll get i'd
2: argue that you have some gangrene <laughs> <laughs> i mean you may not physically have it yourself as an ailment but you have some gangrene inside of you
1: i mean you've got it you probably uh, got it in your hand. yeah <laughs> got him uh, got him yeah, oh there's is,
2: dry and wet gangrene
1: though so it sounds like dry is the
2: way to go is that you know you're the
1: gangrene expert I mean, uh, we're talking about way to go isn't what you would rather what have? You Would you prefer to have if you wanted to gain green. Yeah, probably dry. I mean, it just seems the other one seems well, definitely seems worse. But yeah, that's I'm reading it
2: dry occurs when the blood supply to the tissue is cut off. The area becomes dry, shrinks and turns black. So it's a little gross, but wet green green gangrene occurs if bacteria invade the tissue this makes the area swell drain Ooh. fluid and smell bad yeah so wet's the wet's the one you want to stick away from mm. for sure but uh
1: what a, you know road I'm just- kill harvest is what they're calling it
2: <laughs> road kill harvest i would imagine in wyoming there's some pretty decent roadkill though i mean you can get like deer elk Pronghorn so they, antelope.
1: They're saying one of the issues that was they don't want to create a system where people use this process to take illegal game, like if it's not in season. But it's oh, like they will, yeah. But also at the same time, like that seems like a there's huge like 32, sacrifice. There's like thirty two people in Wyoming.
2: Yeah. Bro. Like how how many extra animals could you potentially kill? Could these seventeen people kill? I have no idea.
1: But so while I was reading that, and I wanted to wait until, but I would next week, but i forget. Uh, the University of Kentucky accidentally set. 500,000 acceptance letters To uh, everyone who applied And even people who didn't apply For a program they have And uh, nice. Usually the program they, uh, It is for the Leadership and management program In the College of Health Services At the University of Kentucky I applied for that ah. uh, <laughs> uh, Usually they accept About 13 people a year But they sent acceptance letters To 500,000 people Even to people in high schools Who didn't apply They're just like You're in buddy And mo- the, one person said I was like mom I just got accepted In the University of Kentucky only twelve
2: people accepted, though,
1: and was, the, was, the, the mom was, was like, "Oh, you, I didn't know you applied." He was like, "Neither did I." And he said he had to Google because he didn't know the University of Kentucky was a real thing. He didn't know that. He, he <laughs> okay. First of all, how did this kid fake get They're in? they Georgia.
2: How did this kid fake get in? All right, he's from Georgia. That's even worse. Yeah. I thought it was you think you think like that that's, makes that's it better. It. Like bro, you are like No, it makes it worse. You could throw a rock from your state yeah. and hit the campus of of uni- the University of Kentucky. Like that's an SEC Lexington.
1: opponent.
2: Like, you know, like, you know, I get us making fun of, you know, other states said, in the he South said, he said, that are he not told, us. He
1: told AP, I had to Google it just to make sure it was a real college because he was like, I, I feel like I've heard the name Kentucky before, but I wasn't sure it was a real college. This kid <laughs>
2: should not, <laughs> not be going to, <laughs> going to college. This okay,
1: is an HVAC tech. If
2: he is right. And, that, and there's nothing wrong, wrong with, with that. that. If he's hand, if he, if he, you know, is a hands on. I just we'll don't think. Him, but- I just don't. Right. Right. He's going to make yeah. more money. By not going to college, more like more than likely, HVAC like, tech is. I'm pretty uh, sure
1: every state in the country has a University of Blank.
2: Right, <laughs> right. Like, bro. Basically, what this dude is saying is he doesn't
1: know states. <laughs> yeah, he didn't know Kentucky. He thought <laughs> above Tennessee was That's just the biggest nothing. joke.
2: Forget the accidental sending of the letters. Forget Wyoming eating dead animals that have been on the roadside for forever. The kid that doesn't know his states is 100% the joke of the week. Yeah. We're not going to say his name because he sounds like a minor.
1: He's a senior <laughs> in high school, so he might be 18.
2: Yeah. Oh Well, he's the senior in Georgia high school. He's probably at least 22. We're yeah. good. <laughs> Blast his name.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's move straight into what's snapping your stick.
0: Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks.
1: All righty. I'll start us off. Uh, This was prevalent at the last Preds game I went to when they got shut out by the uh, Lightning arena's not showing challenge replays because they know the home team is on the losing side it's real annoying they do
2: know that the referees have their own option
1: to yeah watch it. like so there was a, call, a, a goal call back and they're doing the and we're doing the let it be thing nothing we have we can't see it for ourselves right now eventually after the ref comes out and says it was a no goal we see it it was very clearly it was awesome. not a goal like it wasn't even close but it's like let us see like Right. I want to stop I want stop like, this nonsense. Because Here's what, like, yes, we'll see that it's not a goal, but you not showing it to us also means it's not a goal. Right. Like, we know that.
2: It's, yeah, exactly. It's like, again, the refs are watching their own thing. I want a chance to redeem myself and put down my phone and stop looking like an idiot. You know, like, oh, like, because I want my team to be judged fairly. And if the other team didn't score a goal, I want that to be the case.
1: You know, no, like I hate I, it. Even if I see that it's wrong, I'm still gonna have my phone because I love let it be. Right. I'm just gonna hope that maybe the refs are as stupid as they usually are. I'm like, I don't know, it's a goal. I yeah. flip a
2: coin. Well, it's funny that you're you're talking about that because mine kind of bows into that and I
1: have a streamable unique. I, I didn't click on is this the Yakuza thing? Or I don't know if it was Yakuza, it was uh the Braves game. Yeah, yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um and so but I agree with you one hundred percent. Show me the replay yeah. so I can make my own decision yeah. because I wanna know I want the right look. Sports is is too in-depth for wrong calls to be uh, adhered to. So but uh, mine blowing calls when you have replay evidence. First of all, how how do you do that? There was a a play by a uh, Phillies player who scored a who they said scored a run. And there was a play at the plate, and so they're watching the replay of it. And ESPN did their darndest to defend this umpire and showed us the same angle of the replay about 30 times right before the umpire comes out and calls the the call and the call stands. They show a replay that shows the guy's foot clearly did not touch home plate it was not even in question i just don't know how you blow a call when you have every angle every opportunity they go through about you know 20 minutes or or not 20 minutes probably about five minutes of saying you know wow you can't you know these these umpires they they have the toughest job in the world you know like all this stuff Not only did they do their job wrong first, which is understandable, dude, home plate plays are bang, bang. They are, you know, I mean, you got to be, you got to watch if the, you know, catcher gets hit if the ball got there in time, if the ball stayed in in place and through all the way through, there's so many factors. So I don't have any problem with the wrong call. But missing the call on replay when it's clearly shown that the guy's yeah. foot never touched home plate, it's uh it's a sad state of affairs.
1: I had Braves I had Braves money line on that game. Oh no, bro. Oh, See, I mean it's, it was a, it's I had a 25% boost, I had a $50 bet on it. It
2: legit caught it legit is it we're to the point where now sports betting betting is becoming pretty prevalent to the point where each individual station showing scores are giving lines and giving you know different different sites and different apps to use to go to it, it just can't be done yeah. besides the fact that forget sports betting altogether this is the integrity of your game and the integrity and this is the integrity of your of your game and baseball has has had a lot of downsides for the past couple years what when it comes to integrity <laughs> uh, I mean you know I'm not gonna bring it up we could talk about uh baseball's problem. I'm sure I have a hundred times so it's just uh it's just bothersome but that's not just a baseball thing that's all sporting referee thing we have yeah. too much technology you guys have too many billions yeah. of our dollars
1: I did see and I can't remember <clears throat> what team it was I think it was the Reds. They are drafting up an idea of putting um, the possibility of uh, when sports. Uh, I don't know if sports gambling is already legal there, uh, but they, they. I don't think so. The, the, when it does, they want to put a sports book in the ballpark. Oh, that'd be cool. They
2: do have. A, that I think seems they like do a slap have a, in the
1: face of Pete Rose, though. I think they. It is. <laughs> yeah. I think they do
2: have a casino. Uh, they Or they definitely. Cincinnati definitely has a casino. I don't think it's like legal to app
1: gambling yeah. yet. So. So maybe just in person. So maybe they that's what they are trying to do. But yeah, I mean, maybe they. that'd oh, be
2: so sick, though, dude. I love it so much because Great American Ballpark is awesome. I still want to go. Way, that's what oh, I do. It's yet. great. I go right over the so, river. Yeah, right I, right on, I drove
1: past it, but um, right over the river, dude, right. it's awesome. Uh, we're signing off. But before we go, we do here from Puck Out Podcast want to express our thoughts and hearts with all of the victims of the recent string of shootings here in Tennessee. Uh, but we will see you guys next week and make sure to tune into the fantasy show and peace.
0: Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at PucksOutPod.